Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, it's Wednesday, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. So we have this $1.7 trillion spending bill which is 4,155 pages long. Uh, I, I don't. I, it's rare that I catch uh, Neil Cavuto, but I, I saw him yesterday, and he brought this thing out and put it on his, on his desk there, and it's, it's insane. And Fox News interviewed Dan Bishop, who was a congressman out of uh, North Carolina, uh, and he's, they, well, they featured him in an article. He was speaking uh, at, a, at a Homeland Security Committee. Well, actually, no. I got that. I've got my facts mixed up here. He put out a thread, uh, ex, you know, pointing out some things about this bill that Fox News reported back in 2020. Uh, he was talking uh, to a House Homeland Security Committee about some of the issues of the border and some of the issues that uh, the country is facing, and he points out, uh, you know, some of the bullcrap expenditures in this thing, which no single human being has read and understand. Uh, as Trey mentioned, Mitch McConnell said, well, we got to pass this now because it's not as bad as you know it could be. And I would ask him, well, how do you know? You haven't read it. That was before or after he said that our, the biggest, the top of mind thing for most Republicans is, is Ukraine. And we'll be hosting uh, Volodymyr uh, Zelensky uh, uh, later today, who <laughs> will be uh, in Congress, I guess saying thanks. I don't know. Probably being very Churchillian. But uh, Bishop points out, let's see, you, you have a provision in there where we can't spend any money. Uh, let's see, uh, for uh, on the border, ex- except for like processing stuff. And it's nothing that's actually going to stop the flow of migrants across the border. Meanwhile, 410 million bucks is going to Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman for border security. How's that make you feel? Uh, let's see. I'm looking at this article from Fox. Uh, this again, this was pointed out in this thread by this congressman, congressman from, uh, North Carolina, uh, let's see, uh, 1.4 bill for our participation in certain uh, international organizations, such as the U.N. That's a, that's our rent, I guess, to be in the U.N. $65 million for restoring Pacific salmon uh, populations. $3 mil for bee-friendly highways. <laughs> How do you make a highway bee-friendly? Uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's insanity. And again, no one person has read this thing. That's how it works now. So they put it out a week before Christmas, Christmas, before they shut down for the holidays. And it's, it's not, this is written behind the scenes by, I guess, staff members or people who are, I'm not even sure in communication with folks who receive this money directly. I, I, I don't know. 
But what we do know is that that person behind the scenes, those staffers, are only concerned with one part of this spending bill. And this is true every time these things come out. They're only concerned about the one. Let's. What's the language we need to get a billion dollars for this, for these freaking fish or the bee-friendly highways or getting a, getting a federal building named after Nancy Pelosi? I think Michelle Obama's getting a walking trail somewhere. But they don't read the whole thing. They just put together. They just put their one little piece of the pie in there, and that's how these things get so massive. And no, no one person has read it. And they drop this thing on a Tuesday, right? Or I'm sorry, they drop the they they make they make it available, I guess, over the weekend, Sunday into Monday. And there's no way when the thing is damn near over four thousand pages long that any of our actual elected officials, elected leaders in the, in the House or Senate are going to read the freaking thing. Pelosi was more prescient than we realized when she said, we have to pass it to find out what's in it. Remember on Obamacare? It's the same thing with this. And it's your money. <laughs> it's my money. They, they don't. Government doesn't produce money. They produce nothing at all. This is our money. Why, again, I mean, think about the amount we're talking about here. 1.7 trill. You you couldn't, how much would it cost to close the border down? Would it cost, you know, a trillion bucks? Probably not. That's our freaking crisis right now. But that's, you, you know, this is the swamp. This is, uh, this is, this is how they roll. This is what they do. It's, it's really all about money. You know, every single freaking congressman, every single freaking senator has to get their pet project funded, whatever that may be. Uh, we're spending, uh, where, did I, where did I see this? We're spending a, a very small amount on uh, national defense, national security, military stuff. Uh, but we're paying for a whole lot of individual projects that benefit individual politicians. And this is how the swamp smells. Can you smell the methane? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Here's Adam. Adam, how you doing? Sean, the Lord has really blessed me. Thank you. But God bless Sean, you. you know, I support, I support you in Ukraine 100%. I really hope they bleed Russia dry, but... You know, we have given them more than enough money. You know, Sean, I wonder how much money Europe is giving you in Ukraine, you know, especially Eastern Europe, you know, which was mostly occupied and part of, uh, you know, Russia's Iron Curtain. You know, like uh, like Poland, they have so much bad blood with uh, Russia. I know that Putin would love to, you know, sell the score with Poland. And, Sean, we need to get a draft of everything that we're spending in Ukraine. You know, Ukraine is a great Christian nation. They deserve their independence. But we got to have checks and balances. There is corrupt people, I, I, and a lot I, of you scratch my back in Ukraine. Right. I, Adam, thanks for the call. I, I think if you, if, if you really want to fight against Russia and China, what you need to do is shut down our border. Ukraine is, is I, I, I am increasingly convinced, and look, I was all on board uh, when Russia first rolled into Ukraine back uh, in the early days. I was in the hospitals and actually in the, in the cardiac care unit. Uh, when this all came came uh, came to pass, and for the first few weeks or so, I was watching it, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah Russians suck, man." 
But the more you, the longer it goes on, and the more you learn about the relationships uh, between Russia, China, the, the current administration, flow of fentanyl and drugs across the border. Um, again, the Wuhan lab and and the pandemic. Uh, I I think Ukraine is just a big money laundering place. I think that's really what's uh, Russia wants to conquer it to be sure, you know. But I I I I I think there's there's a lot going on behind the scenes as far as why Joe Biden is obsessed and why Democrats are obsessed with Ukraine and dumping billions of dollars in there. Somehow it's coming back here. In my opinion. Because we don't know what they're using. We, we don't know what happens to it. I mean, I think we do. I think people do know what happens to the money we send over. But as far as most people on planet Earth, there's no accountability. We have no idea where it's going. We have no idea how it's being spent. We have no, There are people in Ukraine who have said, we're not seeing any increase in hardware. We're not seeing where this money is being spent. And I'm fairly certain Zelensky isn't going to explain that crap when he's before Congress today. Hey, well, thanks for all the money. Here's precisely what we're doing with it. You know, I'm sure that's not going to be a part of it. I'm sure it's going to be more, if you want to fight democracy, you got to keep helping us out. This is a fight for freedom. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, 210-599-5555. We'll take a little break. It's Sean Rima on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, the other big story that we're going to be dealing with uh, starting tomorrow night is uh, this, this cold front coming through. Uh, it's going to be in the teens, right, tomorrow night into Friday morning. And I mean, we're going to be fine. I mean, don't, you know, don't, but, but James is already preparing because he, he wore his, this is a, a, something we've been talking about. You wore your jammies to work today and this is in preparation. So it was 38, 37 when I got up. Right. Said, you get up in the middle, you get up real early, yeah, obviously. Yeah, 3.30. So, yeah. uh, I, let's see a test run and see how comfortable I am in 30 <laughs> degree weather with what I have on. Right. I have thrown this out the window there's no way i'm gonna be able to wear something like this i know what i'm gonna wear friday morning because you're wearing your flannels you're wearing your flannel jammies. yeah and that's not gonna cut it's it. it's not gonna cut it. it's gonna be like single digits is what when you're coming like. in especially yeah, yeah man. so it's gonna be the old hunting onesie camo the big <laughs> thick one so i'm gonna look like a hunter friday morning i'm still wear the same crap see i i i and i don morgan and trey you guys all come in and you're wearing shirts with buttons on them, and you're wearing jeans. And I just, last year, I got used to wearing comfy clothes, which I call them my stretchy pants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but if you kept doing that, you'd get hooked on it. Because I just got you, I, I, I can't, couldn't. I just, I, I just well, turned nobody 50. Sees, nobody sees me, so I mean, you guys see me. So I, what the, I just turned 50, so right. I'm hanging on to being fashionable. <laughs> I've given up. Yeah, but I what, don't care. What, you know, what you have on today, that is not fashionable. At all. Not Excellent. at all. And then, you know, when we pointed it out to you this morning, you got all mad and started calling us names. Like you got fault. mad? They said, you mad? they said I was trying to be like you. <laughs> oh. 
I said, "Don't don't do that. It'll ruin your life." From the Sean Reimer collection, (laughs) he got all touchy. But this is how I, you know, I'm just comfortable. I like to be comfortable when I'm on the air. I'm not New Gilbo chic. (laughs) I am. I'm an influencer on New Gilbo Road, baby. Yeah, right. People know me because of my flannel jammies on New Gilbo Road. They treat me like a king. Yeah, but look what you've done. Now you got Jimmy T showing up dressed the same way. I'm just saying. Next up is Crocs and an ill-fitting T-shirt. Well, he's on the way. Yeah. I'm just saying I like to be comfortable now. That's my main thing, and especially doing mornings. And I know I don't get up nearly as early as you two guys do. You guys get up real, real butt-cracky. I mean, even long miles before the butt-crack of dawn. Okay, and I gotta I roll my ass out of bed between five and five fifteen. That's like lunchtime for me. But it's still dark, and I, my I don't want to wake my wife up. And my wife's schedule is really screwy with caring for my mom. So right, you're trying to. Be I just quiet. put on the comfy. I put on the stretchy pants, man. I put on whatever t-shirt I grab, man. <laughs> I put me a beanie on my head to keep my noggin warm because I don't feel like combing my hair. Because I'm I'm fifty five now, and I just I like to be comfortable. I don't give a crap about being fashionable anymore. I don't care. If you're feeling that way now, if come 75, I'm, I'm hoping we're not working together any longer. When I'm 75, I'm going to look even naked. worse. I'll be here naked. naked. In just a, come in naked. In a yeah. diaper. In a <laughs> diaper. <laughs> Flannel diaper. I'll come in the diaper <laughs> with a nurse. <laughs> All right. I'm, 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 I'm listening. Hey, well, the second part sounded pretty good. It sure did. Let's see how you are. So I just, I, I'm just giving a big thumbs up for stretchy pants and comfort wear. I know that we live in a world where everybody seems like they're walking around in their jammies. You hear people talk about this, that people don't take things seriously anymore, and they don't, right. you know, they, 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 they go out in public uh, looking ridiculous. And as somebody who goes out in public every damn day looking ridiculous, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if you people don't like it. I don't care if you think I'm adding to the dumbing down of society. I want my ass to be comfortable, okay? It's the way it is. Well, Sean, perhaps some, you know, it doesn't bother me. But I just, you know, perhaps I just think you're better than that. Better than that? <laughs> Be- this is what? <laughs> better? You've known me for nine years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How in the hell do you think I'm better than this? And watching By you what go, metric? Watching you go downhill. And I remember when it happened. I can tell you exactly when <laughs> what? it happened. What? What? There was a day you came in. <laughs> and this is when it all, you just stopped giving a crap. Right. You had a. <laughs> what? I don't even remember what you. What was this? It was when you left your shoes outside and it rained and your shoes got ruined. And then you just, like, yeah, I'm just going to wear chonklas from now on. And you... All right. <laughs> that was very early on. <laughs> Dude, you don't. James doesn't know. I was known for wearing flip flops all year round, and then when I was in the hospital, I made the switch to Crocs because I see all these medical professionals wearing Crocs, and right. I'm like, damn, he's comfortable. Right. But I'm gonna give me some crazy Crocs. But before that, it was flip flops. No, you had a pair of sneakers that you would. Wear. Very early on, when I first right. started, I was still uh, uh, wearing sneakers. It was like the, the the checkerboard Vans. I was wearing were, yeah. jeans. I'd wear the odd athletic pants, but they were nice-looking athletic pants. Right. And then one day you left your shoes outside. And they got ruined. And they got ruined, and then you just said, the hell with it. And I just stopped caring, James. Right. That's <laughs> it's where called it middle age. And, and I just, I, you know, and I just, I don't care. And well, I, think, I guess I wasn't middle age then. And I, I think that it was that day when you came in and you told me what happened, I looked at Chris and Kareem and said, well, this is where it all comes off the rails. <laughs> and that's true. Yeah. 
I'm in a radio. What the hell do I care about people what I look like? And I had known you all of like six months at that point. I guess it was very early on. Yeah. And I'm like, screw this. I'm just wearing flip-flops. I could just slide my feet right into them. So we had a little meeting before you got here and said, you know, you what, had a what, meeting? whatever happens, we just have to let it happen. Because everything he does is great show prep. So <laughs> <laughs> I've always said your life is your greatest show prep, man. Yeah. Your freaking existence is, is where you get most of your show from. Yeah. So we just let it go. Well, and so did I. Yeah. And then I spent four months naked, basically. <laughs> <laughs> my ass hanging out for everybody to see and uh i just i, I might i'd like to get back to a point where i at least comb my hair you know if i could just give small steps man if i get to a place yeah. where i just want to comb my hair dare to dream maybe i'll go get right. the beard trimmed a little at, at the this place that i go to yeah but i'm not going to give up my stretchy pants or my my easy to wear shoes just not happening that's a fair compromise all right, all right. but in the meantime jimmy come on man it's a trial run on <laughs> You're so disappointed in James because James I is am. He's a classy guy. We were hoping, well, here's a guy who has some standards. He does. You know, And then all of a sudden he walks in today like he just rolled out of bed and showed up. I'm slipping into his mind. Great. Slowly I'm going to infect his mind until he's only showering, taking a shower once a month and coming in here without any underwear on. Right. Here's It'll the- happen, James, the longer you work with me. Now I'm going to have a dry cleaning bill. Yeah. You know, unless unless what happens to you happens to the rest of us, when Rima starts to you know infiltrate your your train of thought, where will grab you and paintbrush you across the face a couple times? Where's going to wake you up? Snap you out of snap it. Snap out of it. Yep. Put some slacks on. <laughs> You're at work for God's sake. Can't you wear some dungarees? Come on now. Put on some dungarees, boy. <laughs> There's like six people here at the whole station. It's well, a, but that's a, my point. It's like, a great I, time to dress like this. Well, yeah. I mean, I I see you guys. Yeah. I maybe see Sam down at Jack, you know, right. to do some recording. Hey, what's going to happen, Every, though? Once a week, I check in with the boss just to say, hey, I, I'm here. I exist. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, how's things going? You know, but beyond that, I don't see anybody. Right. The hell but, do I care? If you get hit by a bus, you don't want to go out looking like that, do you? I don't care. <laughs> Getting hit by the bus part is going to be the thing that bothers me. The irony of this is that it's radio people giving fashion advice. Right, which right. we should never do. This is not my first gig. I've seen radio people dressing for decades. They're horrible, except for Jack Riccardi. Jack Riccardi. Right. Jack's always looking good. <laughs> I saw. Jack I swear to God, jeans. I think he puts a suit on every night at, at home. I saw him in jeans and a T-shirt one day. I didn't recognize him. <laughs> I mean, no lie. We were doing that dog thing over at the park, and I walked up, and Jack, Jack was out there in a pair of jeans and a T-shirt, and I had to look twice. So I'm for, like, who is this? Oh, it's Jack. I mean, for God's <laughs> sakes, one of my jackets is a hand-me-down from Greg Martin that he gave me 18 years oh ago. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> he felt bad. You were freezing. Oh, my God. That's funny, man. They've given up on me. They see oh, me, and they man. just, they, you know, oh, there's Sean. Yeah, he looks like a hobo. Yeah. And this is the funny thing. I've dressed the same way since I was 12 years old, and here <laughs> I am telling you, you need to step it up. <sighs> I look like a homeless gnome. That's what my wife says. Mm-hmm. Not to offend you people without housing, because I remember my Stanford University list here. Don't want to upset any hobos by calling them homeless people. You're people without housing. Just like I'm a person without Decent clothes, right? And I just, but I'm making a choice. And for those who find the term gnome offensive, I'm sorry if I offended any Norwegian gnomes out there. <laughs> You're fashionably challenged. Yeah, then I just don't care anymore. 
I just don't care anymore. I just want to be comfortable. I just don't care. God help me, I don't care. Oh, God. All right, 210 Let's take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime, anytime. and it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Who's talking five fifty? Who's talking five fifty? KTSa. Sorry, I just saw the funniest thing, and I just got to I got we we. Well, we have so many, so much to talk about. Uh, we we got to get to uh, uh, this thing with Twitter and the FBI. Uh, your tax, your tax dollars hard at work funding the FBI and Twitter banning your ass. That's great, huh? Using your money to do it. Got about three point four million dollars from the FBI to Twitter. A lot of guys that got their hands on that money were guys who used to be with the FBI. We also have the first ever of its kind, a uh, an investigation, a federal investigation into the Granbury, Texas school district for what? For removing sex books out of the public li- out of the libraries in their schools. Sexually explicit materials. They, they want they're they're, they're removing uh, these materials, many of these materials from the the school libraries, and the federal government is looking into it. I'm a little trannied out. I am. I'm I'm gendered out. But I just saw the funniest thing. I'm not going to read it word for word. But let's see. Baby boomers. I can't believe I wore bell bottoms. Have you seen this? Gen X. I can't believe I wore my hair like that. Millennials. I can't believe I was goth emo. Gen Z. I can't believe I cut my penis off. <laughs> I mean, what? That's, I mean, you know, there it is. That's the, you know, I, 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 this, this, this gender thing. You're, you're seeing more and more. It's an obsession with the government. It's a, an obsession with Democrats. And I know what it's all about. I think you do too. First off, it's about normalizing sex for kids. And I personally believe because there's still a big old pedophile ring working on planet Earth with some of the most richest and powerful people in the freaking universe. And it's also about normalizing you being told what reality is and by the state and you believing it. That's it. Uh, this business of allowing young girls to have... Their you know mass double mastectomies when they're in their in their early teens and mom and dad don't have to know there are more and more because the time frame is about right since this trans stuff started you're seeing more and more young people in their mid to late twenties who are now going what did I do to my life and why didn't somebody stop me why didn't a medical professional intervene and say you know what you you may have some depression issues uh you may have uh, some other issues but no 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 puberty blockers and certainly no surgery these are kids this meme isn't isn't far off from being the truth and it's sick and it's weird and it's dark and if it and a lot of this stuff with the kids because you know what I, I got a couple of friends who are trans. They're, they're grown-ass adults. If you want to live that way, live that way. Make yourself happy. I don't, it's, it's, you know, look at me. I mean, you know, 
Obviously, I live my way. You go ahead and live your way. I'm not, you're not the actual, I'm sorry, this, I got a, another person, he was doing some video that, you know, if you don't believe that, that uh, a, a trans woman is a woman, then get off my Facebook page. You know what? You're not a woman. Physically, no, trans people do not magically become the opposite gender. You are choosing to live that way. I don't care how many body parts you have lopped off. I don't care how many, uh, how many drugs you take. But no, you are not actually the other gender. <laughs> You're just sort of not. But again, if grown adults live your life, trust me, I know. It's not that long. It goes very quickly. Be about it, whatever it is that you're into, whatever, however you want to live. But man, leave the freaking kids out of it. The, the, the federal government, and let me see, let me bring up the story here. I, I, the federal government is investigating a school. Now, now, just wrap your mind around this. When you and I were kids, the feds, it would have been, the feds would have intervened if there were sexually explicit <laughs> materials in school libraries. Right? That would have been considered a crime. Why? Because it freaking is. But no, uh, yeah, uh, as I said, uh, uh, we got the school district here. The Granbury Berry Independent School District is being uh, is being investigated uh, investigated by the Education Department's Office for Civil Rights, and the ACLU is signing on to this too. The ACLU filed the original complaint. Because Jeremy Glenn, who is the superintendent of Granbury Independent School District, said, you know what? I want my librarians to remove books dealing with sexual orientation and people who are transgender and sex stuff in general out of our libraries. And they removed most of them, including the now infamous, this book is gay. And the federal government is investigating that school district for having for removing their sexually explicit materials from their libraries. Meanwhile, in in schools across the country, you got sex shows basically going on in the libraries with the drag queen thing. Uh, teachers, individual teachers, are teaching their politics rather than their area of expertise. Whether it's their, you're an English teacher or math teacher, they're teaching about racism. They're teaching about gender. Uh, they're, they're they're not. They're, they're, I guess they don't want to test them anymore. Uh, the school, the entire school, the education department is responsible for an entire generation, a couple of generations of people graduating from high school who are functionally illiterate, in my opinion. But the feds got to go after Granbury because they don't want sexually explicit materials in their libraries, in their school libraries. I swear to Jesus, I, I wake up half the time hoping that I that none of this is real. This can't be real. And I'm actually on some experiment table on, a, on the mothership of some alien race that is just testing me psychologically. Because I, I look at the way things are going. It's so upside down. I'm not just talking about young people and the transgendered thing and the school system, school de- uh, the education department and what it's doing to our kids and what the medical professional profession is doing to our kids as far as this trans stuff, but it's the border, it's the fentanyl, it's it's all of it. It's it's just also freaking upside down, isn't it? 
Twitter, you know, the FBI, the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, paying Twitter employees to help with your tax dollars to help them silence certain opinions and certain news stories in the lead up and during an election. And just in general, just to do it. Now, on that, the problem is nobody freaking cares. Most Americans don't care. In fact, I'm going to be honest with you. Most Americans don't care about a lot of this stuff, which is why we're going to lose the country. Now I'm being really negative. But it's just, have you ever, did you ever think you would live in a moment in history, big history, in, in this country and see going on what you see going on? 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. Let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> Wow, News Talk 550 KTSA. Who did that? That's great. Bob Rivers is who it says. Bob Rivers. That's funny, man. I, uh, you know, one of the news stories we're seeing today is how much Mariah Carey makes every year off All I Want for Christmas is You, and it's in the millions. And so we've been talking about, like, in, in 2021, she made $1.55 million off of that one song. One song a year, she makes a few million bucks. And then she goes on Colbert, and he asks her, you know, how much she makes off of that song. And she's like, one-sixteenth of a penny on every stream. It's like, oh, sit down. You, 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 make, you do all right on that song, man. Stop being Mariah Carey. You 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 do fine. Not that one damn song. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> but it got us going into uh, you know Christmas music. What's our favorite Christmas music? What's our least favorite Christmas music? Because a lot of it is really dopey and happy, and that's great. That's what it's supposed to be: dopey and happy. Uh, but I oh and also because I I try to make this dude some money every year. My favorite Christmas record. And you've never heard of this guy, probably, unless you're Canadian. You've you've never you've never heard of this guy. I found this this CD in a what we call a prize closet at a radio station about 30 years ago, because people would send you their CDs because they hope they get them on the air. And it was a Christmas CD called uh, uh, a Christmas cocktail. Look that up. A Christmas cocktail by James B. and the Royal Jelly Orchestra. <laughs> it sounds bizarre. But you can still find it. And it's the loungiest Christmas music you'll ever hear in your life. My daughter loves it because she grew up with that. And I, I love it. So I, James B, and it's spelled J-A-Y-M-E-S, I believe, B-B-E-E-E, like a, like a honeybee. And the Royal Jelly Orchestra, a Christmas cocktail. You will thank me later. Uh, but, um, um, you know, as far as Christmas music in general, I, I don't mind the Mariah Carey song. It's not a, it's a pretty good song, 
But I heard Don Morgan saying this earlier in the day that we, you know we were all playing that. Once you've heard that song a thousand times, it gets annoying. But that's pretty much true of a lot of Christmas music, isn't it? Yeah. Because you only hear it the one time a year. Right. Unless you're my wife and you listen to it, you know, 365 days a year and watch Hallmark movies in, in August <laughs> that are Christmas movies. Right. So it's 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 like, aren't we being being kind of shrill and whiny by even complaining about Christmas music when it's only for a couple of a few weeks every year? You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that big of a deal, man. Well, you can always choose not to listen to it. Yeah. That's and thing. I and I enjoy I do enjoy Christmas music. I, I the Paul McCartney song I despise. If I never heard that again, I'd be fine. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, this is the title song from the record, A Christmas Cocktail. And and I, nobody knows who these people are. I think some producers in the Valley and Cali might. This is. Hey. Uh... <laughs> the swinging yule. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay, we're gonna. But I mean, it's it's, just, to it's a great to, record. It's like it's, some serious lounge lizard music I, going on. Well, it is, and they purposely did this. But the the and Don, you've heard some of these some of the other songs right, on yeah, my Christmas, Christmas mix. mixes. They're incredible musicians. Whoever these people are, the just incredible musicians. But the songs are kind of weird. The songs are weird, and, and they, they do some standards like Rudolph, but they also have like Space Age Santa, which is a weird little tune. <laughs> Space, Space Age Santa. Age Santa. <laughs> so watch out, NASA. Here he comes. Like, listen to this. That sounds like some 70s prog rock going on. There. It does. You're welcome, James B. <laughs> the only guy in America talks about this damn record once a year. It's like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer meets Pentatonix. <laughs> that's, that's pretty spot on. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, you know what? I think you can probably download it at this point. Did you just find Is it like on a downloadable thing? YouTube. YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. Oh, so, you know, check it out. You'll thank Uncle Sean later. Okay, it's again. It's it's J A Y M Z. No E. Oh, oh, J A Y M Z. James B. and the Royal Jelly Orchestra. James, don't get any funny ideas about spelling your name that way from now a, on. A Christmas cocktail. He's an old guy now, and I I actually messaged messaged him years ago. Oh wow! And said, you know, hey, I really, I just want you to know that my Christmas go-to music is a, a Christmas cocktail, and I, I love that record. My kid's been listening to it all her life. Never heard back. <laughs> He's probably sick of hearing it. I don't know. Yeah, probably, yeah. But he just made some money off of me, didn't he? I'm sure he's inundated with fan mail on a daily basis. I got to take a break. Is this break music, or am I? Are we still talking about James B? James B. and the Royal Jelly Orchestra. It's just, it's a fun record. It just really is. I don't know anything about the guy beyond that, except he did this. What he's done other, and there's other records I think by the guy and this band he has. But he's a really old guy right now, mm-hmm. and he needs it to help pay for the nurses. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Inflation even got to depends. Right. Right. Yeah, even, hey. you know, and, and, and so, you know. Hey, Lorna Dunes are out. expensive these days. Lorna Dunes. 
But, you know, again, you know, it's got to complain about Christmas music when you only got to listen to it for a few weeks every year. It's kind of like really kind of small potatoes in the great grand scheme of things as far as everything else that's messed up about the world that's going on. Right. That's a real first world problem. Oh, God, if I got to hear that Paul McCartney song one more time. Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, hour number two of the Sean Show. I am Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Greg Abbott was just on Fox News warning this winter storm is going to threaten a lot of people's lives. They escorted a few hundred people off the highway yesterday. Uh, I think uh, if this number holds still true, we've got like 20,000-odd people who are just waiting to dump into El Paso. What are they going to do tomorrow night? What are they going to do tomorrow night? Do you know what's striking? And then we'll get into the really important news like Donald Trump's tax returns. Uh, you know, back in the day, if you remember, uh, during the Trump era where you, you had kids and people lying around on the floor with these, what look like tinfoil blankets, these, these blankets that they give them that are silver, whatever material they're made of and how it was awful and they got kids in cages and remember how. Uh, Alexandria Orifice Cortez shed some tears outside of a Walmart parking lot somewhere on the other side of a of a, of a wire fence to make it look like she was crying for all the little migrant children that were locked up. Well, we we've got that same situation now, only you know about a hundred times worse, to where people are stacked up. In these, in these places where they're putting them, whether it's uh, an actual resource center or it's uh, a convention center, wherever the hell they're putting these people, they're stacked shoulder to shoulder. Um, if, if any migrants freeze to death tomorrow, do you think any uh, Democrat will be saying that's on Biden's hands? Do you think any Democrat's going to? No, it'll be Republicans' fault somehow, I'm sure. Uh, but for all these people who claim that they care about these people and the migrants, they are so full of crap. They don't give a damn about the migrants. They don't give a damn about the people who are coming across that border, whether they're bad guys or good guys. Bad guys doing bad stuff to good people who are just trying to, yes, escape their poverty. Uh, But there's a lot of human wreckage that's following along with this thing, right? I mean, uh, where do all these people go? They're they're taking over towns along the border who who, who do not have the resources to care for them all. And yet the mayor of Denver is talking about emergency aid to Denver because of uh, a little over 600 people. And we're seeing tens of thousands, like 15,000 a day. 
and we gave and we're giving billions of dollars in this freaking spending package to other countries to maintain their border security. It's insanity. But they want it to happen. They, meaning the cabal of whomever is behind the scenes, the shadow government, the swamp, whoever they are, they want this. They they want that. They they orchestrated this. They allowed this. They encouraged this. And now they're looking like real dumbasses because they want forty two to go away. Uh, and uh, but they don't. They 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 have to come up with a television ready plan for how they're going to handle this because the big thing they're hearing and you're even hearing this on the left from some folks at this point is that 42 goes away this all these people are going to dump into this country what's the plan well they didn't have a plan because they didn't need a plan up to this point because the plan was to flood this country with migrants whom eventually you can give amnesty to and then they could vote and you Hope that they'll freaking vote for you. Also, uh, I guess for corporate America or uh, for certain business interests, they want the the cheap labor. So it, it's it's some kind of money dealio. Uh, and, and I personally think Russia and China are in on this, and Ukraine. I, I don't know. But they they they've been given a week now, I think, from the Supreme Court to at least come up with something they can claim is their plan for how they're going to deal with the addition the additional people rolling across the border. Because in their evil plan, they don't need a plan. (laughs) People are demanding to know what their plan is. And so now, even though they've been talking about this for months, now they need a week to get a plan. We need a week. we got to figure something out here. I don't think it's lost on any of us who are listening to the show right now or me or what have you that it's also kind of funny in a tragic way that uh, and and Trey had mentioned this on, on Where and Rima earlier that uh, you, you're 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 claiming you don't need 42 anymore because the pandemic's over, and yet you you still uh, you know have have vaccination mandates on our military. I mean, you want to run that? But how, how does that work? I mean, how how is it something that doesn't exist? Uh, in El Paso, but it does exist in the military. It, 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 it's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense because the, the the plan, again, is to flood this country with people. They want this country to be an asshole. You know why? Because you can rule an asshole. <laughs> because in an asshole, all right, people don't have the ability to push back on you, whether it's verbally, through their opinions, through their public statements, or or it's about gun rights. You can't rule a thriving America. You can't rule, you can't lord over the America we were living in under Donald Trump. You got to tear it all down, man. You got to tear it all down. And uh, in smoke and ash and rubble and blood and dead bodies like we're going to see along the border, like we are seeing along the border. And uh, and 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 you got to turn the country into something 
uh, lesser into an asshole uh, because then a relatively small group of people can rule the entire damn thing and 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 experience the financial benefits of doing so. That's what all this is about, in my opinion. It's it's that cheap. It's it's that simple. It's about taking control of the country, never losing control of the country again, and and making un unimaginable amounts of money while doing it. And if a few people got to die along the way and you got some a few drug overdoses, well, you know, hey. <laughs> We're making a country here. Here's Hector. Hector, how you doing? I'm trying to go on and go on your show. I was going to tell you what may be happening here. They're getting ready for a bad, bad war, and they're bringing all these people in there. And just like they did the Irish, my grandfather was Irish. My family was Mexico. I come over from Mexico. Well, my grandfather lived in Mexico for a long time. They're what they're doing. They get them when they come off the boat from Ireland, from American Civil War. They think you start a war in Ukraine and all these people from Mexico coming over, hand them a gun, join the army, fight. That's what's going to happen. And it's going to stop. You're, you're saying that they're going to they're gonna bring all these people in and put them into the military? I'd say the average age, they probably will. No, I, I, I think, I, and I appreciate the call, I think that they're more concerned about them voting. Uh, here's uh, Christy. Christy, how you doing? Good. How are you? Doing all right. Okay. So far, you're right on everything, but I watched a clip from a lady in El Paso. She's with an NGO, and she was telling the my, the migrants, whatever, that they have to learn to think for themselves, that if they think it's cold in El Paso now, and they were going to go to Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, or Chicago, they need to think again and take a sixty a six hour bus ride for sixty dollars to San Antonio, and that way the Catholic charities will give them a free plane ticket to either Denver or Miami because it's warmer there. <laughs> well, it's not going to be soon. <laughs> well, I know, but you know, how do they know? Well, oh, you're saying that they don't know. They don't know that it gets cold in but Denver, she's, or she's telling them, yeah, think for yourselves. Save your money well, and get a free ticket when you get to San Antonio. So they're sending them our way. Right, right, right. Well, it's, it's, it's not fair to us. It's not fair to us. It's not fair to these border towns. And, no. And, and tomorrow night is going to be bad for these folks. It's going to be real bad for them, man. We're talking, they have I to pre- get them out of there. Yeah, give I pre- false information. Yeah, I agree. But it's, it's going to be in the teens tomorrow. All right. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah, man, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I, I know I'm talking about this pesky border thing, but, you know, it's probably just racist propaganda and rhetoric on my part, you know, because really, according to Mitch McConnell, uh, what's top of mind for most Republicans is is Ukraine and making sure they get all the money they need. And some liberals are also dealing with the cultural appropriation of Avatar, the way of water, because apparently there's some cultural appropriation going on there. And that's these are important things, man. 
Kathea Woods uh, work, uh, writes for the Philadelphia Tribune. She's also a film critic for Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> and she's pissed off because uh, there are white people playing the blue people in Avatar. This is a story that came out yesterday. Well, uh, Ben Shapiro put it out yesterday. Uh, it's been around for a few days. <laughs> She says, at some point, now, is this not a high-maintenance Karen chick? I'm just saying. At some point, we got to talk about the cultural appropriation of Avatar and white actors cosplaying people of color. This is what keeps her up at night. It's just a mess and so not necessary, and no amount of visual effects or CGI is going to erase that. Jesus, fix it. <laughs> Like James Cameron, Don is out there going, oh, hell, i got to get on this. Oh, Sweetheart, they're blue people. They're, they're tall, willowy blue people. They're, they're, they're... I mean, I understand what she's saying because he, he bases the movies on Native America and, uh, you know, Native Americans and, and, you know, the evil white, guy, white people coming in, the evil military coming in and getting rid of all the simple and mystical, you know, People of color who were there, for, you know, beforehand, riding around on dolphins in, in oak leaf diapers, you know, and 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 ruined their simple way of life with their evil capitalism and, and so I understand that he's basing it on Native Americans, all right. But at the same point, time they're they're freaking blue people. They're they're not. You're culturally appropriating <laughs> blue people that don't exist. We get, we'd have to paint everyone blue. Nobody's blue. <laughs> Nobody's blue, man. Except me, except Elvis, because he's going to have a blue Christmas. You know, I just, how do you, how do people, I, I look, I think we should boycott the movie because it probably sucks. You know, I the first movie sucked. This movie's going to, Don, did you see this one? Didn't you say you saw this one? I just, the Avatar, James I Cameron. I've not seen either one of them. Oh, you're lucky. Good. You don't yeah. want that stupid crap in your head. <laughs> yeah. I can't say when the original came out, everybody was raving about it. And, and it was well, horrible. Not everybody, but a lot of people were telling me how great it was, and I just I couldn't find myself to, it, to, to it, even get interested in it. it. It's 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 James Cameron preaching to you about how much you suck if you're an American, you're a white person, you're pro-military. Well, I mean, it's I basically, I don't need him to tell me. Right. I already know I suck <laughs> for reasons he's not even aware of. Made a lot of money. But the point, uh, point, yeah, is, is, you know, if you sit around and the big issue in your mind yeah. is cultural appropriation of, of people that don't freaking exist, mm-hmm. you're a little high maintenance. Well, you know, the, the, <laughs> when, when that happens, how can you possibly enjoy anything? You know, if you go into a movie, or, or a concert or anything, and that's what you're looking for. You're not going to have a good You'll time. You'll see it everywhere. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to have You'll see it everywhere. Just... No, I mean, you see, you see John Mayer out there playing guitar, one of the most you know, amazing guitar players on planet Earth, and you're going to say, he's playing black people music. He shouldn't be doing that. You know, there wasn't enough gay people at the Elton John concert. I saw way too many straight people. There was people. way too many straight yeah. people at that Elton John concert, man. If this is the crap you sit around and think about, it's like it's, it, they're really going through it right now, and the movie hasn't even come out yet. Uh, Brendan Fraser apparently has given the performance of a lifetime in this movie called The Whale, where he plays a physically obese gay man. Mm-hmm. 
who can't leave his apartment. And everyone who has seen it has said it's um, he is it's amazing. It's heartbreaking. It's it's an amazing performance by him. Mm-hmm. And the left before the movie is even coming out are coming down on him because he's not fat. Because he had to wear prosthetics. Or gay. Or gay. Well, here's the thing. It's called, it's called acting, acting, man. There you right. go. It's right. called freaking acting, man. You want to see someone stretch out like that. Well, that's the whole point of the craft is to play not you, you know? I mean, that's that's the whole point of acting. I know. I've done some acting. Hey, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, not vampires as far as I can tell. No, did they appropriate the undead, you know? I mean, it's it's silly. Freaking idiot. It's just freaking silly. So their point of view is if if it's a black character, it's got to be played by a black person. If it's a gay character, it's got to be played by a gay uh, person. I guess if you're a tall, willowy, blue alien, you got to be played by an actual blue alien. I I don't know. Yeah. I would love to see the casting call on that one. But it's... it's, (laughs) How long have you been been blue? (laughs) I don't know. It's just really I transitioned to my (laughs) 20s. I was a white guy, and I decided to be blue. The only people um, who can complain is the Blue Man Group. The Blue Man why, Group. Why yes, were they we're not involved? Off of, why aren't Why weren't we invited into the Way of Water? Couldn't we are. Been. We actually are blue people. We could have at least done the soundtrack. I mean, come on, man! What racism? This is just anti-blue, isn't it? Is this an anti-blue thing? <laughs> Bet you hate Smurfs too, huh? Right. God. Stuff that besets certain people's minds. We had a hard time with the blue people. We couldn't tell if they were choking or not. So. How do you look yourself in the in the mirror as a serious, I'm taking on Avatar. <laughs> I'm mad at the colors green and yellow. Well, it's just, you know, again, it's called freaking acting, man. I mean, right. I'm surprised that they haven't gone after Downey Jr. For, for Tropic Thunder, which is one of the most brilliant he should have won Best Supporting Actor for that yeah. That year. It was that good. And he plays a guy in blackface. I'm surprised they've, they've let that go. You ever see the uh, Saturday Night Live bit? It was probably 40-some years ago with Eddie Murphy, and he went undercover as a white guy? Yes, yeah, I remember. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. I remember that. <laughs> and he read lots of Hallmark cards. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I mean, it's just it's 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 just silly when when you have all of the issues that are going down on planet Earth right now that are going to affect every single one of our stinking lives one way or the other, and your mission in life is to is the blue people in Avatar. Right. You're drinking, and it's yeah. not working for you. You know, it's it's right. you're 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 it's hitting the important brain cells at that point. Yeah. And loose. those those puppies don't grow back, man. Right. Loosen up, man. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Get away from the way of booze. You know, and and uh, start living your life. Don't be so uptight. Kathea Woods. It's a movie. It's a movie about blue people, man. You know, if you don't like it, you can just get up and walk out. It's a movie about blue people. James Cameron already has your money. He He's don't already care. got your money. He's just, yeah. It's a movie about blue people riding on dolphins. 210 I'm just going to take a quick, quick, quick call. Hey, Brenda. Brenda, how you doing? Good. What's going on with you? you got to make it quick. What's going on with you? Okay. Uh, yesterday, I had my own encounter with the illegal dump. Uh, I was on my farm outside of between Floresville and Pleasanton, and I was coming over the hill, and I noticed a truck pull over. And when I got over the hill, there was a person just laying in the middle of the road. What? And I thought, oh, yeah, I, I pulled up, turned back around. I was going to see my sister to heat up some soup and uh, turned back around, and I asked him, 
are you all right? He's just laying in the, like, he wasn't in the middle of the road. He's on the white line, but he's, like, curled up. And I said, you all right? He's, oh, I'm going to, uh, uh, like, a, a, like, a jog or something. I thought, you don't have no shoes on. Are you all right? He's just and laying he, in the road just, with no shoes laying on. Laying in the road. And I, I, I went to my sister, and I went ahead and made a 911 call. And another lady came over the hill and she seen him and she was making the 911 call and uh i went and got the suit brought it back gave it to him about that time the the uh he right. never got up off the ground never Weird. got up off the well, ground. he was just hurtled in a little huddle and uh uh the cops came and all at once he popped up and then the cop told me he said you don't want to do that ever again <laughs> <laughs> because he had a big old machete strapped to his arm oh hell and I got a picture Oh, my of God. It. A machete. So, uh, I mean, this is between right. Floresville and Pleasanton on a little county road. Wow. I, I got to run, Brenda. I'm going to pick it up right from there when we get back. Thank you so much for the call. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. <laughs> Newstalk 550 KTSA. One of my all-time favorite songs is U2's version of that. I know Bono can't sing, but you know it's still it's 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 uh, it's just one of my all-time favorites. It's, it's a great tune. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oh yeah, and uh, they've been at it since twenty eighteen, and finally uh, uh, this committee. I guess it's a House committee. Uh, we're we're going to see Donald Trump's tax returns. Uh, you know, for a number of years, because I know you've you've been waiting on that, haven't you? Isn't that we're we're not going to see Joe Biden's tax returns, right? Or Hunter Biden's tax returns, or Jim Biden's tax returns? But holy crap, we got to get our hands on Donald Trump's tax returns. I couldn't care less. They are like a psycho ex girlfriend, man. They just can't let it go. Well, they can't let it go because they got to they got to continue to blame Trump for stuff like the border and everything else. But just in case you you've been sitting on your hands since 2018 to see Donald Trump's tax returns, they they have to be redacted. Personal information has to be taken out, like social security numbers and stuff like that. But yeah, at, next week more than likely you'll be able to see Donald Trump's tax returns. Oh boy, that's such a relief. That was keeping me up at night. You know, it, it, it's it's uh, I'm 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 really starting to get into the Christmas thing. I it, it's it there, there's so much going on right now, and I'm just going to riff here on a personal note for a second. There's so much going on right now that if you really let it into your head, and, and this is not saying it's not serious stuff because it is, and we do need to pay attention, and things need to be done, and we need to get this country on a different track here. But things are so completely bad, uh, you know, every day. If you let it get too deep into your head, you'll, you're just going to get depressed. And I, I, I know what I've been doing, and I'm not saying this preaching from Mount Olympus or anything. Because I've been stressing, too, about medical stuff and coming up in February. And, and you know, you, you just you, you, you're in, got your head in the, new, the news every day. And it's just, where are we? This, we're losing this country, man. And what you got to, fo- if you're a person of faith, I think what you have to focus on is is your faith. Is your faith your your, your faith will carry you through this? God will carry you through this. Your faith 
your spirituality, your 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 religiosity, your your belief in God, your faith in God, it is what will get you through this and me. Uh, and it's a daily thing. I, you know, I I've, I've been I got so disconnected there for a few months. Uh, uh, with stuff, you know, and just stress and, and family stuff and medical stuff and whatever, that I, I let my connection kind of get kind of weak. You know what I mean? To God, to my faith. Kind of let it go by the wayside uh, for a little while there. And I notice that when I go through periods of time like that, uh, the, the, the stress is, is, is beyond, it, it's just the stress and depression can really just kick your ass. And when I am working at reconnecting with God, that's when I'm able to handle things better personally. And, and here's what I do. This is all I do right now. Okay. I got a really cool new Bible that I got when I was in the hospital uh, it's a great translation. Uh, Trey, for my birthday, gave me this really great daily inspirational book. And every day I read a little bit from the Bible. Because I'm, I'm of myself, I'm, I'm marking it. I like to mark up Bibles. I like to highlight, you know, things that I read that I want to remember. And so I, I, I make myself, because some days I don't feel like it. I make myself read the Bible every single stinking day. And I read my little inspirational thing every single stinking day, even on the crummy days. And I pray, I try, I've just been, even if it's just the Lord's prayer, you know, before I go to bed, when I wake up, uh, I, I like a, a prayer called the Jesus prayer. And uh, it's a very short prayer that's uh, kind of like a mantra, like something that if you just repeat it, and, and you're, it's it, in the history of this particular prayer, uh, which came from a book called The Way of the Pilgrim, the way of a pilgrim, uh, is to just pray without ceasing, to roll this little prayer through your head all the time. And when I get stressed or depressed, it's precisely what I do, and it's very easy. Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's all it is. And what I'm finding is that the more I try to reconnect with my faith and to make sure that even in the smallest way on a daily basis... I'm trying to maintain that connection. It gets a little stronger every day, and 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 I I I personally feel better a little bit each day because you know what? To a greater or lesser extent, there's only so much you can do about this messed up, blanked up world right now. As an individual, there's only so much you can do. Uh, and you you gotta not let it ruin you. You gotta lot not let it ruin your faith. You gotta let it not take you down. You gotta, we gotta ride out the storm, man. And I think faith, focusing on faith. And again, I'm not preaching to you because I'm I'm one of the most screwed up human beings you'll ever meet in your life. Okay, I'm I'm talking about what I'm doing right now and 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 how it it seems to be working incrementally. Uh, faith and belief in God, a belief in God. And, you know, for me, when times get rough, and this is a nautical thing that I grew up with that my dad taught me, that when you're in rough water, you got to turn your bow, you got to turn your boat into the storm. You got to turn your boat into the wave. Take it head on. Because if you don't, 
that big old wave is going to slam you sideways and 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 you know uh, you're, you're going to tip over and your boat's going to sink and you're going to sink with it you got to take it head on and for me prayer is that turning of the bow into the storm into the wave and there's a bit of eastern mysticism which translates very well through george harrison music that i try to remember also uh, all things must pass. And you know what? This time we're in will pass. Nothing lasts forever. We will not be in this place forever. Doesn't mean that I have any idea where we're going to be on the other side of it, who we're going to be on the other side of the storm. But right now we just got to ride it out, baby. We just got to ride it out. And talk to God. And take care of yourself. <laughs> take care of yourself. And take care of your family. And take care of your friends. And and it, it, this too shall pass. And it's Christmas time, so be freaking happy. 210-599-5555, you know what I mean? It's Christmas time, man. Just be happy. Here's Alex. Alex, how you doing? Hi. Good, good morning. I'm doing fine. Just hanging out with my cat, Ziggy. <laughs> I'd like to say... I'd like to say hello to all the fine liners out there on Alamo Street. I want to see how our city council is going to handle all these illegals coming in. And if you could, it'd be a crack up to play the little song by Captain Deplorable that Trey did last night. It's great. Have a good day, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What's this? I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Must have been on Lars's show. Oh, he's been doing Lars's show this week, has he? Uh, 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Nah, I'm Sean. Uh, that was Kellyanne Conway. Boy, she's all over Fox News. She's all over the media. She, wasn't she hanging out with Andy Cuomo or something the other day? The hell's up with that? They were having dinner. They're having dinner. She's still married, right, to George? Isn't uh, she still married to the dude that hates Trump? <laughs> Remember that? She was married while she was working yeah. for him, or George Conway hated Trump? Are they are they like separated, I wonder? Wouldn't it's, be shocking. Isn't the Cuomo's guy single? Yeah, but what the hell's she doing with a Cuomo? She must like liberal guys. <laughs> oh, that's it's what it is. Oh, there she it is. She secretly like liberal guys. She likes the um, the, uh, the chaos and the fight of it. I don't know. In the bedroom. She's old. Kellyanne's had some work done too, ain't she? Yeah, she's my age. We're the same age. She she fifty five. I fifty five. But don't I'm watching it on there talking on to Harris Faulkner right now. And I'm sorry, Kellyanne's had some work done. <laughs> She's having the time of her life, too. She got a book out, right? She put a book out a little few months ago. She's a Fox News contributor now. You know, she's she just she's just everywhere, man. But why does she give me the creeps? Can I ask you that? Why does Kellyanne, Kellyanne Conway gives me the creeps, and I'm not sure why. Like, you know, we're the same age. I would never date her, James. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm just saying, Don Moore, if I was single, I'd, I have no desire to be single ever again. I love my wife. But, I mean, if I was single and I ran across Kellyanne Conway, I wouldn't go out with her. She's just not my type. She creeps me out. Well, she probably wouldn't go out with you either. Hey. <laughs> I'm on the radio, man. <laughs> yeah. Of course she'd go out with yeah, me. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he's moderate. And I'm moderate. I'm just saying I couldn't date her. She just looks like she's really high maintenance. Yeah, there I said it. Maybe George hating Trump so much was really about hating her secretly, and he had to transfer it somehow. Maybe. Because she's demanding. I'm so, I'm sorry. Do I sound like a misogynist? Kind, I don't care. Kind of. <laughs> I don't care. But she, there she is on the Fox News, and uh, she's all over the Fox News. And she looks so happy. Doesn't she look happy? Yeah. Doesn't she just have this big, she, she on looks, her glossy she lips? Looks she radiant. Looks, looks radiant. She's so freaking happy. She's glowing. God, it bugs me. Why does she bother you so bad? Because <laughs> what's going on with her, man? What's going on with her? Harris, ask her, what the hell's going on with you? Why are you here? Why are you here? Why do you look so damn happy? What the hell were you doing with a Cuomo the other day? Well, do you what, secretly have a thing for liberal guys? What probably happens is they it's the holidays. They need somebody to fill in a few minutes. Yeah, you're probably right. Dom. She answers the phone every Maybe time. Maybe that's true. You Maybe know, that's it. That's... Everybody's second string this week, yeah. right? <laughs> the B team. <laughs> the B team is rocking and rolling. Hey, wait a minute. What the hell does that make me? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I only take off when I have a medical procedure. So, you know, I'll be taking off in February sometime. Right. Um, I'm just, you know, just Conway. She just, I don't know, something about her creeps me out. I can't explain it. Um, let's see, well, what else? She can, she can string a sentence together, you know? She's, well, no, I'm just saying, she's, she, she, you know, she's with a Cuomo. I'm just saying some, some people are attracted to that which they openly claim they disdain. Well, who's to say there's an attraction? Maybe they're just friends. They're just having dinner as friends. You know, Bull crap. that's the way you always think oh yeah (laughs) you thought peter ducey and jen saki had a thing going i bet they did (laughs) i I still think jen saki and peter ducey probably did have a thing Mm -hmm. they hated each other's guts so much it turned them on that might be her thing that's what i'm saying about kellyanne she likes the fight she likes the controversy it turns her on i don't think that at all she's having dinner with a cuomo she was married to a liberal guy, or is married to a liberal guy. I'm just saying, it's not happenstance. That sounds like enemy action. That sounds like a that sounds like a trend. That sounds like something that's tr- maybe true of her that she likes <laughs> ranting, weird liberal guys. It's just her thing. It's okay. That's her thing. It's okay. But I couldn't date her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what about just sitting down and engaging in conversation with her? Could you potentially do that? I'm not gonna sit without if, sitting there thinking, you know, yeah, I couldn't. Could you imagine me sitting down to have dinner with Kellyanne Conway? My wife walks in. What the hell are you doing here, Mister Sean? Well, bring her too. Talking to this white chick. <laughs> what are you talking to Miss Kellyanne Conway about here in your fancy restaurant? Why aren't you home? <laughs> Why did always write, John, Mister John? <laughs> so she says to me. That's what my wife says to me. Why did Why did always write? You think my wife? Because that's that's my filter, right? Well, would my wife be cool with me having dinner with Kellyanne Conway in the restaurant, the Fru Fru restaurant in Georgetown? Probably not. Which means Kellyanne Conway's doing something weird. 
No. I'm telling you, she likes weird liberal guys. That's your thing. That's what she's into. That's what she's into. Yeah, maybe he's a longtime family friend. <laughs> I I hate I hate that new spending package. Come here, slugger. <laughs> God, I hate liberals. <laughs> oh, give me a kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's be progressive. Let's progress in the bedroom. God, I hate you liberals. Come here, big guy. That's how it goes, Donald. I'm sure she referred to the former governor of New York as slugger at some point during the proceedings. Like he would mind. <laughs> That's right, Kellyanne. I am your slugger. Yeah. Let's go for a home run, baby. <laughs> Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez and Don Morgan and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.